Hello, this is Patrick, and it's time for Real Herbalism Radio. Real herbs, real life, real easy. Brought to you by thepracticalherbalist.com and sponsored by Mountain Rose Herbs, your source for high-quality, organic, bulk herbs, gourmet spices, loose-leaf teas, essential oils, herbal extracts, and natural body care ingredients. Visit them at mountainroseherbs.com. Autumn is a perfect time for an herbal cleanse. Everyone can seize this opportunity to detox in a healthy, invigorating way with some of the wonderful plant medicines available. Today we're talking about fall cleaning for body, mind, and soul, the practical herbalist way. Now here are your hosts, Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. I'm Candace Hunter. And I'm Sue Sierra Lupe. And, and welcome, welcome to Real Herbalism, Herbalism Radio. Radio. The body can store a whole lot of things. They can store fats and they can store vitamins and they can store some minerals, um, but some they can also store toxins. Yeah, and there's a lot of toxins in our environment, but there's also toxins based on what we've eaten, like right. the carbs. And, and the without meats. the appropriate amount of both water, um, magnesium, for example, a low magnesium mm-hmm. diet, which unfortunately in America we see a lot that of people such with a very dominating low. diet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, how many people do you see in middle age walking around with one eye twitching? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because that. they're stressed out. It's because they don't have they enough have magnesium. Low magnesium. <laughs> so those are those are some of the symptoms of or people that have a kind of a body odor. That's yes. Some of the toxins oh my gosh. Smell like when you're working out. And you're mm-hmm. working out like, you know, I do martial arts. Mm-hmm. And you can tell which people need a cleanse. Right. Because they're uh, a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. Or I've been saying that since the last January. Yeah, yes, oh. <laughs> Every, but everybody right. stores it. Yeah. It's, it's, and some people store capacity to store more than others. Different yes. body type, types can yeah. store differently than others. And times of life, like adolescence mm-hmm. and you know, later in life, menopause, andropause, your body will want to – your hormones, because they're rocketing out of balance back and forth, you end up with more production of toxic byproducts. Right. Your liver is working really yeah. hard to to regulate and make those hormones. And right. if it's got to focus on that, it's not going to work very well on doing the other thing, which is exactly. one of the reasons why you notice teenagers have a, a certain odor about them. Yes. You know, yeah. Very resinous odor about them. So yeah. it's a really, and they'll, they'll show it on their skin. You'll start to yeah. notice it on their skin, They're more the prone acne, to get yeah. acne, yeah. et cetera, or um, blackheads or something. Their body's just not yeah. so good at pushing out some of it's those toxins. It's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. 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 And our, we live in a fairly toxic environment and it's perfectly natural mm-hmm. to have some toxins in there. Uh, but the important thing is to make sure that it's going out as well as coming in. Right. So how do you know? I mean, if, if I'm, you know, here I am, middle-aged woman, and I'm thinking, well, this toxins and, oh, well, that sounds awful. Maybe right. maybe this would be a good idea, but I'm not sure. How do I know that it's really wise to jump into a full-on cleanse as opposed to maybe going a with smaller, one of lighter Like weights? a blood cleanse yeah. or something. Um, I would think that... If someone has a lot of allergic reactions to things, that's a good one. Or if you, if like in the fall, reactions. if you have a tendency to get lots of colds and flus, correct. Every immune problem, year. your immune system. Yeah. If it's your immune system is going to be compromised if it has a lot of toxins to deal with. So you sure. want to have a, a cleaner palate, as it were. That makes so sense. So it can yeah. focus better on some of the other issues. Um, if you have a have a family that might get colon cancer or something, that would be a, mm-hmm. a good reason. Makes if you sense. hit fifty, they always suggest that you get a colonoscopy. 
uh, which is not super awesome. Doesn't and they check fun, out the inside yeah. to see where the pockets are. It's yeah. pretty, that would be a good time to start doing some cleanses and right. don't do it. And if you're constantly. not doing, if you're not having poos every day, once a day that are right, as they say, well formed enough proper volume. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you start getting older, your system slows down quite a bit. And a yeah. lot of people do not refine their food. Right. And instead, yeah. they just start packing on the pounds. Right. Yeah. In fact, a few years ago, I did a cleanse because I was having a hard time making that shift to refining my foods. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to. My head said, no, don't eat that cookie. Right. And somehow there was my hands doing something completely right. different. Well, it's force of habit. Yeah, it was. And I found that after doing the cleanse, it was a lot easier to make different choices. So I think mm-hmm. that those some of those toxins... Try to, it's almost like they're in there saying, yeah, go team. Let's do this. You know, let's get more cookies in here. We can't get more of our buddies in here. Right. You know, they kind of encourage you. When you're in your twenties, you can eat quite a few things and and your body's working really fast and it's easy Mm -hmm. to push those things out. We move a little slower, uh, literally move a little slower when we're older. So it's important to pay attention to those things and changing your diet is one of the mm-hmm. hardest things you can do. Yeah. So when you can no longer eat a whole pizza by yourself and have no ill effects, oh. then it's wise to think about doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the whole idea just, ugh. but yeah, there we have it. So if you just want to feel better too, some yeah. people will do like a spiritual version of the cleanse mm-hmm. where you know, they want to lose a little weight. They they want to just feel better about themselves mentally. And, and there's they'll a lot of other yeah. things out of their lives as well. Yeah, there's a lot. It, regardless of whether you're, if you're doing like the full cleanse for your body, you can also add in little things to do it to help cleanse your body, mind, and spirit along with mm-hmm. it, which will make your body move a lot faster. Right. Because when you're clearing out the bad thoughts or the bad habits that are keeping you locked into an old behavior, your body will often respond by saying, Oh, I can let go of some of this or some of that or, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. And I do want to mention the caveat that cleanses are not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've got leaky bowel syndrome, that would not be something I would advise. Then perhaps another type of cleanse would be better. Like we're talking about a spiritual cleanse. Yeah. Focusing on the lighter weight. Yeah. Lighter spiritual. Having more, uh, you could do like a whole food mm-hmm. diet where yeah, you're getting you know, at grains. This point, and yeah, at this point, often when I do my cleanses, I'll switch to raw vegetables for a week. And mm-hmm. the only grains I'll have will be whole grains right. like quinoa or brown rice. Yeah. And then smoothies. Yep. Smoothies. Probiotics. Yep. Exactly. You've know, you, you got to. If you've got something like that, like a pancreatitis or something, then yeah. you need to talk with your, your exactly. physician and, yeah. or people that are terminally ill. They definitely wouldn't they wouldn't yeah. be doing that. But there's lots of different options for people. Mm-hmm. Smoothies are fabulous. and They are. And they make yogurt. cleansing a lot easier. Yeah. 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 And if you're eating the yogurt, make sure it's not just, you know, the pectin-made yogurt, but it's the actual yogurt that, that has... With live cultures. The, yeah, the bifus and the... Um, um, there, there's a like a whole bunch of different bacterial species in there that will yeah. help out. Yeah, the key thing to look for on the label is it's got live cultures. Live cultures, exactly. Yeah. So, but there are some herbs that you can take that mm-hmm. will clean things out. And yes. if you're trying to get things out of your colon, um, senna, cascara, psyllium, uh, mm-hmm. with or with the seed, with or without the husk, um, slippery elm. And aloe are the top ones that you normally see. Right. And aloe is a nice one because it is a laxative, 
but it's also very um, smooth on the digestive system. And right. Slippery Elm is one of my favorites personally because mm-hmm. it, it works very quickly for me. I, mm-hmm. you know, I've tried yeah. it a few times, um, but it doesn't cause any cramping. Nice. Turkey yeah. rhubarb is in a lot of those blends. Yeah, that's going to cause cramping. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's yeah. going to work exceedingly fast. Yeah. And if yeah. you've got like a slow gallbladder or, or you've got um, insulin issues, your pancreas mm-hmm. has got some problems, then turkey rhubarb is not the one I would put on the list. Or if you have a large family in a single bathroom. <laughs> right. That yeah. would be another time to that's maybe avoid true. the turkey rhubarb formulas. Be aware of the place that you're going to be. You know, <laughs> if you're going to be out in the woods that might not be the best hiking day. Just make sure you got plenty of good, safe leaves. Right. And these <laughs> nice trees. These herbs, they work very, very well. They do. Yeah. They do work well. You know, apple is another one that I've used during cleanses. Is that one actually good for getting things moving? Sure. It's Maybe. in so many different things. Apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. apple cider in general, applesauce. Applesauce mm-hmm. is so good for your digestive system. Yeah, and it's got... I mean, it's got pectin in it and Mm -hmm. it's got fiber in it. So that should also be cleansing, but in a really gentle fashion. Right. And it's nice if if you start getting a little too, if you've had like three days where you just got the runs, you know, that's how your body responded to it. Then, uh, Mm. well, then you need to go seek medical help. But before then, when you're thinking, okay, well, that was as much fun as I can tolerate for a while. Just a banana or some applesauce, that'll help. That'll help. Solidify kind of things, things a up little. a little bit. Solidify yeah. it. Yes. You do need to have plenty of water. Yes, water is essential to a mm-hmm. good cleanse. And the there is a rule of thumb. You take your body weight. Let's say you weigh 150 pounds, mm-hmm. and then you want to um, double that, and then turn that into um, uh, ounces. And what my ma- massage therapist has told me in the past is that you need to have a bottle or a glass of water with you and take about two ounces every 20 minutes. Oh. And it makes it simple because then you're just constantly refilling your liquid. And he said it's about two ounces or two good slugs. Uh-huh. You know, you're not, not enough where you feel your stomach is like, Ugh, right. you know, but a couple good mouthfuls. Every 20 minutes and you're good. Yeah. You just do that throughout the entire day. And there's a, a trick right there is mm-hmm. having it through the entire day. Yes. And a nice thing about that is if you're taking it through the entire day, you can also put some herbal tincture yes. in there and then sip that through the whole day rather than just this big chug lug right, at exactly. the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite detox formulas that's very light but is effective is a combination of dandelion and burdock. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. use dandelion root, dandelion whole plant or tops, and right. then the burdock. Yeah. And just add that to the water throughout the day. And it's and nice. Adding it to just regular tea mm-hmm. because tea yeah. does have a, a stimulant to your digestive. It's a bitter. Yeah. Any of those bitters. Yeah. You know, something uh, that's got a bitter taste to it. If you've, if you've got some concerns then you can put like a Barbary or Oregon grape or something like that. But mm-hmm. any of those, those light bitters are, are really great. And, and some people have a, they'll slow down their coffee consumption. Mm-hmm. But I think most people know that coffee is part of everybody's missed many people's rituals to make sure that they go to the bathroom. Right. Once coffee a day. is definitely laxative. Although it's one of those ones that if that's what you're relying on for that, it's not, your body's not going to be balanced. Right. It's not healthy. Very true. Very true. So, so then it's you might very want to substitute maybe, I was going to say, you might want to substitute like prunes. 
right during your fast. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the coffee and substitute the prunes. Yeah. Hopefully not get any coffee headaches. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that yeah. if you're taking yourself off of coffee, you can get those coffee headaches and that's yeah. not pleasant. So right. I've had when I've done the bigger detoxes, I've had a lot of it's called them side effects, like detox side effects, like headache, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of an achy kind of headache. And I've had um, body odor, really smelly body odor, mm-hmm. a coating on my tongue, like sort right, of a a yellow, white. whitish, yeah. yellowish. Mm-hmm. It's really gross, bad taste in my mouth. Right. You know, all that stuff. And then at some point, you know, in a three to five day cleanse, somewhere a day or two in, it starts to clear. Mm-hmm. It gets really bad, and then it starts to clear out. Yeah. People that have trouble sleeping, a lot of mm-hmm. times that's another good indication they could do yeah. a cleanse, and that would help. Because a lot of times people are staying awake at night because they're still digesting. Yes. Yeah. Eating late is really bad for you. Mm-hmm. It actually is, surprisingly. Yeah. If you're in adolescence or middle ages at a point where your body is having hormonal fluctuations, it's having a harder time stabilizing hormones, mm-hmm. eating late can really mess up your sleep right. because you end up with having like acid reflux can happen and wake you up in the middle of the night. Right. Even if you don't wake up all the way, you're not fully conscious that it's happening. Mm-hmm. That can happen. Yeah. People that are there either bad. got prescription drugs or... Mm-hmm over-the-counter or some of the illegal drugs, you know, if they want to withdraw from some of those um, yeah. prescription drugs, you definitely need to talk to your physician about that. Alcohol, but, too. And if you're alcohol, reducing alcohol mm-hmm. dramatically, you need to talk to a doctor because that's a dangerous detox. Yes, yes, it definitely is. People mm-hmm. people are, are more likely to die from uh, overdose or, mm-hmm. sorry, withdrawal of that yeah. than from some even the heavier like weed. drugs. Like, like if you could heroin. take weed and you want to like dramatically stop that, you'll probably be okay. Right. And be that a one, few days maybe, but you'll be okay. That one is a really good one to mention because a lot of people underestimate it. You know, yeah. they, they don't re- remember that it is a very high resinous mm-hmm. yeah, plant and lot. it stays in your system for yeah. a long time. So something like um, dandelion yeah. and milk thistle, those are really great at taking things out of the kidney and the liver yeah. that are stored for a long time, like any of the high fat or high resin, yeah. um, high oil plants. And another one would be burdock. Yeah. It's a really fabulous I one for cleansing the whole system. Yeah, you God, do. It's so, yeah. it's so easy to take too. I mean, it just it tastes so nice. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit sweet. It's got sort of a the first year roots are very yeah. tasty. The second year roots not so much. In right. this area, we, we our plants seem to, they're supposed to be a two-year system, but it's more mm-hmm. like a three- to four-year system. Yeah, they can last a I long think time it's temperate. here. It's because it's temperate. It's a very temperate area, yeah. So I found it's a little tartar yeah. uh, the second year roots mm-hmm. in this area. Right. But conventionally, it's, it's usually first year you're taking. But for yeah. a cleanse, oh, it's oh, really great. It's yeah. good stuff, yeah. yeah. But I know that the um, a lot of people have recommended milk thistle generally mm-hmm. for the liver itself. Some of that stuff that really sticks in the liver. Yeah, I've heard about milk milk milk. thistle. I've heard about people using that. I, it's one that I've stayed away from because I know that it's a really really strong liver cleanser. Mm-hmm. It is counterindicated in like, some conditions. Yeah, and it's it's one that like it can cure snake certain snake poisons and. I've, mushroom, poisoning. mushroom poisoning. You go to the hospital and that's what they're giving you. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard Saliva. of people 
Yeah, exactly. Using milk thistle Mm -hmm. to cure those things, it's really potent. I've also heard that if you use it for an extended period of time, your body builds up an inability to process it in the same way. Like it, it reacts or changes. Right. And then it becomes a lot less effective. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure for a cleanse, it's a short duration. It's a short duration and it's not a problem. And, you know, there's a couple other things we might want to mention with cleanses. If you find your blood sugar is just shooting down, mm-hmm. something like cinnamon, chewing on a cinnamon stick or yeah. a licorice stick. How do you know your blood sugar is shooting down? Is that when you become like so hungry and angry and lightheaded? You want to lightheaded, kill? yeah. Okay. You're just like, Ooh. Okay. You know, that's, that, that sound effect was for the listening audience. That's an awesome sound effect. <laughs> That way, any children listening will know exactly what it's you're talking the, about because right. they've felt it too. Yeah, yeah we've but all your felt emotions, it. you'll notice you're a little shorter with your emotions mm-hmm. and, you know, your body's just searching hard for us. That whole hangry thing that people talk about. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that would be low blood exactly. sugar probably. But it's really yummy to chew on yeah. a cinnamon stick and that helps mm-hmm. a great deal with your blood sugar. Yeah. You know, and it also helps with the circulation and and. If you are a smoker, too, the mm. licorice is really great for dealing oh, with yeah. the, the cravings for smoking. And yeah. that you can either have that as a tea, a refreshing, mm. very sweet, very sweet tea, or just get the root itself from like a health food store and chew on yeah. that a little bit. You get the mouthfeel to help mm-hmm. satisfy that, yeah. that part of the craving. Most definitely. I'm trying to think of a couple of other fun little things. Um, we talked about the water and tea and, and a little bit of yogurt and ma- making smoothies. There's a lot of good smoothie mm-hmm. recipes out there. And right. uh, what about the lemon cleanses? Have you, have you heard I've about done those? those? What is I've that? What is that exactly? Cause that sounds insane to me. The whole idea of drinking lemons. A lim- well, it's not it's just like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You also have drinking. molasses in there. Okay. And you also have some cayenne in there. And there's a bunch of different things that people put in there. It's it's fairly simple to make and it is very effective. And when I took my first sip, I was not prepared for exactly how spicy it was. Really? But you've got cayenne with water. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, right. It so goes, it's gonna go really fast. Right in. Yeah. I love cayenne. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. But that that's a pretty effective one. And I'm not really sure what the history of it is, mm-hmm. but you know, it was when I first started taking it, it was easily thirty years ago. Right. So, yeah, I was in my 20s at the time and, and it was very effective. And it, like, I could sip it. I had a little container of it and I sipped that through the day. And that mm-hmm. seemed to help I, the molasses in it, of course. Yeah. You know, if There's you're of- prone to anemia, it's good to have something with molasses in it because it's so yeah. high in iron. Right. Yellow dock. Right. Is also an herb that's pretty high in iron that um, would be good to help because it's also bitter. Right. And stimulating to the digestive system. So, that's in common. Uh, herbal cleanses. Yeah, one of the ones we haven't talked about for cleansing yet is nettle, but that oh, one's an incredibly nutritive one. Very nutritive. Which is nice when you're cleansing for just supporting your body's nutritional desires. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to do during a cleanse, or do you want to well, get your body to do less digesting? You're trying were? to get a lot of the fats and the stored items mm-hmm. out. You know, So nettle is really nice for restocking. People that um, are, have a low weight for example, uh-huh. not my problem, <laughs> that, <laughs> but, but that's but a really a good thing. But there's a lot of people that actually have that problem. Right. And don't scrimp yeah. on, I mean, the, the lemon is in a lot of the cleanses because it's really high in antioxidants. It's got a lot of vitamin C and that nice. does not store that's in the body. Important. And yeah. when you're urinating a lot more, then that vitamin C goes out very quickly. Yeah. And that's an important one while you're cleansing because you're cleansing and taking stuff out, but your body also is going to use its energy instead of digesting to rebuild cell structures. Right. 
And that's right. really important to get the vitamin C in. Very true. And also, it's a good idea to keep an eye on the color of your pee. If your pee mm-hmm. is starting to look really, really dark color. Dark, like that orangey, burnt mm-hmm. orange, right. reddish. Even a dark, dark yellow, that means yeah. you're dehydrated. Right. So you need to up the amount of uh, And actually, that and- goes for all the time. Right. Your pee. That's should- true. <laughs> your urine should be a fairly light, pale, springy yellow. Right. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is the most fun podcast to listen to of all of them. <laughs> oh, I remember one time some years ago, I was talking to my son's friends, and they were all like six, seven years old, eight years uh-huh. old, somewhere in there. And they were talking about the color of pee. And I told them, you know. That means something. Uh-huh. I explained to them how you can tell if you're drinking enough water. And they all looked at me with their eyes wide open and their mouths just hanging open like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was like a revelation. Yeah, I'm sure if I would waited one more year to tell them that, they would have been too old and would have been thoroughly disgusted with oh, me. Oh, you're right. right. <laughs> now, if you want to charm them, then you can talk about poop. Poop is always a big Poop big, is an awesome one. You can tell so much from your poop. You can. Do you know what yes. it means if it's floating? What does oh, floating poop mean? <laughs> my understanding is that means you need a little more magnesium in your magnesium. diet. Yep. But I know that it means yeah. a variety of it other probably different means things. Other things too. But for the average American, just figure because yeah. we have such a low magnesium diet. Yeah. Yeah. And eye twitching. Also, <laughs> eye twitching. And also keep in mind that if you get a magnesium is a laxative. Yes. Yes, it is. And when I first started taking magnesium, boy, that was challenging to find the right balance. Right. But just if you're (laughs) concerned through a non-fasting time about your magnesium level, you feel like you don't have enough, just some cashews. Yeah. A lot of the nuts are very high. Nuts in general are are really high in, in the minerals. Yeah, well, that's what nuts, seeds yeah. do. And you don't need a lot. You only need like a two handful. or three. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Bananas. Bananas, oh yeah. My God. For, for magnesium, right? For, for ma- potassium. potassium. Yeah, potassium. lots of different things. That's but, like a major favorite in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really yeah. good for the digestive system. Yeah, it, it helps you with your, your digestive regulation. But also keep in mind that when you're pulling – those little bits of crud out of your kidneys, then it, there's a transfer. There's right. a mineral transfer. It'll, your your body will take, your kidneys will take in a certain minerals al- along the pathway as it mm-hmm. travels through and, and then replace it with others. So right. pat- potassium is one of the electrolytes along with magnesium and some of the other ones uh, that, that we need to keep an eye on. Right. So, just because you're taking things out, I know there's no one that says, we'll just drink water the whole time. You need right. to have something right. in there. It's important, yeah. Yeah. One of the things that you can do while you're doing your fast, especially if you're in a situation like you're taking medicines and you have to be very careful about how you actually do do mm-hmm. any fasting or cleansing, so you can take time to meditate on what you're doing. Right. And you can use your herbs and herbals to help you with that. Right. Spend some time thinking about like what would the dandelion pull out mm-hmm. and what areas of your life show up as you're thinking about it and as you're just letting your mind be quiet. Mm-hmm. During the meditation, focus on your breathing. Don't focus on following the thoughts, but just notice them. Right. And then as they flow along later on, when you're done with your meditation, you'll remember what were the main topics that came up. Yeah. If you find that, for instance, something about your home life is, mm-hmm. is really just keeps coming up. Go right. into that space in your home and look around and say, what can I remove? Right. What can I change here? Mm-hmm. How can I make some changes to let the energy flow better or just to clean up? Yeah. Sometimes just doing little things like that for yourself and your environment, changing your clothing, 
trimming your hair, mm-hmm. you know, adding a little more exercise, perhaps yeah. a gentle exercise during a fast is certainly no time for any exactly. big ones. Yeah. But, you know, having adding a, a daily walk or, or a walk or something like that. Or clearing things like making a ritual of clearing your recycling bin every morning. Your garden or yeah. Yeah. something. But doing something like that can help also with the cleanse and mm-hmm. help bring that cleanse beyond just the body level into yeah. your mind and spirit. As you clear mind and spirit as well, your body usually will follow. Yes. So your cleanse will ultimately be more effective. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good time to also remind yourself about your own personal responsibility. That's another thing that we as Americans do. We're really good at shucking responsibility onto everybody else. I'm having a hard time because of this person. Right. As opposed to what we really need to do is... Uh, it's my body. It's my life. Right. No, I'm I'm making these choices, and my choice to control my diet. I need to also control other parts of my time, right. and and it's mm-hmm. a quieter time, the fasting time. So you might yeah. as well use it to figure yeah. out what other things you can do to improve the life, your life, and make life for other people better. Yeah. For more information, links, and resources we mentioned on this program, check out our show notes on realherbalismradio.com. Make sure you sign up for our free newsletter, which includes links to upcoming recipes, how-tos, ebooks, and more detailed information on topics we discussed on this podcast as we publish them on thepracticalherbalist.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Pinterest, and join in our conversations on Twitter. Now it's time for Herbalism and Homesteading News. Today I want to pull up another one from the salt. This is, I love the salt. If you guys haven't been able to tell, it's on NPR.org. This particular article aired on July 28th, 2015. It is called Squeezed by Drought, California Farmers Switch to Less Thirsty Crops by Leslie McCullerg. Okay. Pronounce that McClurg. Thank you, McClurg. <laughs> anyway, I one of the things I loved about this article is they're talking about the, the drought in California, mm-hmm. which you know is Oregonians. We've been seeing drought and climate change happening here yes. for years now, and it's affecting so many different avenues of our life. Exactly, exactly. And I know, like, we can grow fig trees here, which in you know, Oregon, fifteen now. years ago, no, not so much. So. Yeah, yeah, so, you, it, it just couldn't make it. It, mm-hmm. could, it didn't have a extreme enough heat right. in the in the summers, and the, the winters were way too cold. Yes, to survive, you have to have a good balance. Yes. So, and now olives, you and olives are like here. I was, like uh, back when I became a master gardener in two thousand six, they they were very excited because this was it was brand new that you could grow olives in Oregon. Right, and it's it's kind of one of those like. Blessing and curse at the same time. We're excited about growing olives, but at the same time, it means the climate's changing. And Right. So we here have been aware of this. We've been working on making adjustments, many of mm-hmm. us in our gardens. More wine and, grapes. And, and, yes, and, yeah. and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Now California is doing it. And yeah. what I find exciting, I guess, about this or interesting about this is that California often shows us what our whole entire country's cultural changes will be. Mm-hmm. You know, California decided to reduce emissions on cars and now we have lower emissions right. nationwide. Yep. If it weren't for California, we would not. Right. I can guarantee you. They've got a huge population when a huge population chunk makes a change, 
everybody got to pay attention. That and California is like, what, 25th in the world economy? Right. World. Right. I think they may outrank America. I'm not sure. No, but, it's 20. But they're, either they're way, 20th. either mm-hmm. way, they they're, they rank very high. They've got a lot of money. Yeah. And they have a lot of influence, you know, worldwide, but also nationally. So they have to use their power for good, not evil. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I, I'm kind of excited. I mean, I'll be sad to see avocado production go down because I adore avocados. Right. And really. And almonds, and, I do. Yeah. yeah. And citrus fruits. I mean, the little mandarin oranges. No. I do. I'm so excited. But yeah. on the other hand, they're growing, going to start growing things like dragon fruit. Mm-hmm. I've seen that at our local grocery stores here, and it's prohibitively expensive right now, so mm-hmm. I haven't bought it. But the whole idea of trying some new fruits and getting some new crops that come into just. And- yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about growing um, pomegranates. Oh, and I yes. adore. I love they're pomegranates. They're high in antioxidants. Yeah, they're so healthy and they're so They really tasty. are. They, they are. are my favorite winter fruit. There's a reason why we have an encyclopedia page about it on our site. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good medicine. They're really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. And what do you guys think? Do you think I'm crazy? No. Well, <laughs> I mean, of course we think you're crazy. But <laughs> at well, the same time, it's using a change and turning it into a tool for making things better. Right. Instead of using it against yourself. But what were you saying, Patrick? Well, they've they've been doing this for 140 years. Um, it used to be California was the the wheat one of the biggest wheat producers in the country. Right, second right. only to Kansas. Right yeah. now, they of course don't do that. They do other things. Um, but I don't I don't think I'm as excited as Candace about <laughs> this massive change because it's happening so quickly. True. It is. Uh, it, it is. Doesn't you? Don't, I don't think we have a chance to adjust to that, and mm-hmm. it's just going to be a big change this winter. Um, avocados in your grocery store in next spring, I bet they're going to be twice to three times as expensive as they are now. Right. They might be because there was, what was it, like 10 million acres or no, some 10, other? 10,000 acres. 10,000 10, acres, acres yeah. of avocado trees that have been taken down, mm-hmm. which and, in itself is a little scary because they're not necessarily replacing it with more trees of one kind or another. So what's filtering the air? Right. You know, I mean, well, and, and even putting in more trees, those are babies. You know, yeah. A mature tree does a lot of processing for that, as you said, the right. air that we breathe. The yeah. thing I get concerned about with this change is it's easy for, well, easy, relatively speaking, for agriculture to make a change, right. but for native plants, not so, not much. so much. Yeah, and so, that's, that's not the part that I'm happy about. Right. <laughs> I know the, the effect that we're seeing with the sockeye salmon up here, you know, mm-hmm. how they're dying out just because there's not as much oxygen in the water because there's right. not as much water and it's warm. Right. And warm water just doesn't hold doesn't oxygen. Hold yeah. So we're seeing lower amounts of sturgeon. We're seeing lower amounts of sockeye salmon. Those are the ones that I have a concern about. And hopefully we'll, we'll have something, there'll be something that will happen that will be able to save those species or maybe right. they'll just drift up to somewhere else that's colder or that how do you evolve that know. quickly i don't know i don't know nature i, I finds do. a way that's true nature often finds a way and well unfortunately sometimes nature's way is well they're done yeah, right and, and I mean, we often you know. we have to be careful about what we do to make it worse right. Right. the environment changes but if we keep pumping poison right. into the air into the soil into the water yeah. that that just adds way too much for those species to to deal with. So we can do something on our end, be be more natural, be more aware, you know, look at what you're growing in your own yard to help these species. Yeah, I think part of my excitement is just seeing California – Starting to make changes, yes, because it gives me it gives me it gives me optimism. Because if they do things like say, you know what, we don't want to have our lawns filled with grass, right? Because grass is t- 
it's a water hungry plant. It 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 sucks up water Mm -hmm. and we don't live in a region that's got that much anymore. If they do that and they start to go for more native, you know, plantings for their yards, Mm -hmm. then that cultural change will likely proliferate the rest of our country, which will be good for everybody. But just like everything else, it seems that the change that they're going to have to make um, should have been maybe happening already because now if they pull out the avocado and this one gentleman's farmer said if they don't get water in the next three four months he's gonna have to get out of citrus Mm -hmm. which means all of these mature citrus trees Uh got to be taken down how long does it take a parsimon bush or tree i don't know a tree Mm -hmm. to become mature and then produce persimmons right yeah persimmons i don't know i do know that pomegranates it's five years five years five years to get a good production low period Right. That is. But here's what happens. So if they have the El Nino coming, right, and mm-hmm. they think that'll cure the ills and, and, and drought for, for the next, you know, maybe year mm-hmm. or at least help. Well, in California. Right, in but California. Us, Oregon, well, California right, but, but I guess my saying is that they may stop their transition because, oh, hey, we got water and, and our trees will keep growing instead of being maybe more proactive and say, well, this is an actual thing that's going to be evolving and maybe we should be planting parsimmons now. Maybe we mm-hmm. should be producing or changing over at, at this moment. And I know some farmers down there are. We've seen other news stories where um, they've changed their entire fields over right. to stuff already. They've done it last year and the year before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is the one where it's uh, we're going to play catch up and then there's going to be this mm-hmm. not only drought in water but drought in certain food production that we're right. used to seeing. And will we be seeing a change in monoculture? Because that's, that's one of the problems. You're putting all your all your eggs into one basket. Right. Nothing but avocado trees. When my great-grandfather had a farm, he had a whole bunch of different things that he was growing there. He right. did have some trees. He had some prune trees. He had a whole bunch of different stuff. Well, and the, the freaking Dust Bowl was caused in part by monoculture. Right. It's better to have many small culturing yep. and plantings and pr- rotate your crops. And this I know here in Oregon, we're starting to see a little more of multiple plants mm-hmm. being grown on, on different properties. Because right. if you got a bad year on something, you can always rely on a never type right. of plant. And that's right. what bad year, we might be seeing decades of that. Herbalism 101. This is part of the show where Sue and Candace answer a listener question or teach you about an herbal definition or term covering basic to advanced herbal knowledge. If you would like the dirt on herbs, herbalism, or anything else related, you can send your question using our simple contact form at realherbalismradio.com slash herbalism101. If we choose your question for the show, we will send you a free PDF ebook, Natural Nutrition by the Practical Herbalist, currently available for $4.99 at the Practical Herbalist store. Here's Candace and Sue to discuss this show's Herbalism 101 topic. Today's question comes from Linda. Linda asks, for those of us who are getting up in our 60s and are experiencing inflammation of different kinds, arthritis, bursitis, etc., we'd like to know what herbs and or natural foods have an anti-inflammatory effect so that we don't become dependent on synthetics like naproxen or Tylenol, which have a damaging side effect. Candace, Sue? That's an excellent question. Yeah. I love these questions. I do too. This one's a little bit more complex only because as we get into our 60s and we're taking other medications for other things, we need to watch for contraindications. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, one of my favorites is the combination of meadowsweet and willow bark. And I like making tea from that. 
it's my personal I just I love that one it's very anti-inflammatory it has an aspirin like effect mm-hmm. uh, but the MetaSweet offers up the protection for your gastrointestinal tract so that you can take it without and willow bark does too but the MetaSweet really does so you can take it comfortably without worrying about upset stomach or any of the other side effects aspirin typically brings out right and and that's a really good point is the mm-hmm. effect that it has on people's stomachs I think as you get older, your digestive system becomes more delicate and you find that you're reacting strongly to things that you were able to eat easily when you were younger. Yeah. For instance, uh, ginger is something that we constantly talk about as a great anti-inflammatory. But for yeah. some people, when they get older, they become less tolerant of ginger because right. it is a warming spice. It fires you up, yeah. Yes, it's a fantastic anti-inflammatory. Right? Yes, and in both cases, certain pharmaceuticals will be, their, their effect will be altered, like I can't remember which ones, but I believe the ones that say you shouldn't take aspirin or if you're taking aspirin, like for a heart condition, mm-hmm. then you need to really think carefully about whether you take Meadowsweet and Willow Bark right. and possibly avoid those. Right. For ginger, it will enhance the digestion and action of any pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. you're taking. Right. So that will change your dosage. So you've got to be careful about that. Yeah. And another thing, when you start getting older, you some prescription medicine that you may have been taking for a long time becomes more effective and, and it will it may cause some upset so that's something to keep mm-hmm. an eye on and I always recommend when people get to a certain age and they do have a log of prescription medication keep a journal and write down how these medications are affecting you if it's starting to Definitely. give you constipation or if it has a diarrhea a diuretic effect for example keep a note of that with dates so that you when you come to your next doctor's appointment or your qualified healthcare practitioner then you can give them a, an easy log don't rely on your memory another right. thing i've noticed <laughs> yeah. as we get older yeah. fades as you go along right. and there are one of my other favorites that i have not noticed people reacting negatively is turmeric. Yes. Turmeric is a yeah. fabulous anti-inflammatory, and there's a lot of science that's been coming out that sponsors the idea that to make it even more effective is add a little bit of black pepper. Uh-huh. So you can use it topically, certainly. Just grind some a little bit of fresh turmeric or get some turmeric powder and add mm-hmm. a little bit of water to that. And then just a sprinkling of black pepper. Yes, table pepper. Yeah. And put that into the mix, and that seems to open up the capillaries and the it adds for mm-hmm. it, sorry adds it aids the digestion if you're taking it internally and then mm-hmm. externally it opens it up and helps it absorb more readily that's yeah. a fantastic poultice internal yeah. everything it's just yeah. a great combo and actually yeah, as, as you were saying that i was also thinking about the fact that if you're taking your ginger root externally then it's not going to really it's not going to do have a major effect on any pharmaceuticals you're taking mm-hmm. so ginger and turmeric taken externally yeah. black pepper cayenne rosemary pepper cayenne well. pepper yeah, rosemary cayenne. yeah yeah. yeah, rosemary is one of those things that I think a lot of people respond very well of no matter what their age because it's got a fairly mild effect on the digestive system, but it does have a, a great effect for for inflammation. That one's great as an essential oil. Just yeah. a couple drops in a little bit of olive oil or mm-hmm. sweet almond oh, yes. oil is probably best. Hemp seed oil. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Hemp seed oil itself is anti-inflammatory. Yeah, and rosemary is so, easy to get a hold of. Yes. It's everywhere. It's very easy. Yeah. You yeah. throw it into cooking and etc. Thank you for listening to Real Herbalism Radio. Your hosts have been Candace Hunter and Sue Sierra Lupe. To find more information and recipes from today's show or to leave a comment or suggestion, visit us online at realherbalismradio.com. If you're feeling social, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepracticalherbalist. 
Don't forget to look up our ebooks and herbal folios at Amazon.com. Use the search terms Practical Herbalist. This show has been sponsored by Mountain Rose Herbs, purveyors of high-quality organic bulk herbs, gourmet spices, loose-leaf teas, essential oils, herbal extracts, and natural body care ingredients. You can visit them at mountainroseherbs.com. If you'd like to sponsor Real Herbalism Radio, just contact us through our website at realherbalismradio.com slash contact. Until next time, this is Patrick with Real Herbalism Radio and The Practical Herbalist. <laughs>